and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. My name is Jeff. Okay. And I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Jake and I'm a crackhead. I did that when we were playing a game at the beach and I said, uh, we were playing Telestrations. Mm. Have you ever played that? No. Fun game. If we ever get to do a game night, if Matt is ever able. <laughs> well, we don't have to wait for him. Yeah, we don't. And we shouldn't because it'll never happen if that's the case. Mm-hmm. But you get a word and then you you write the Yeah, you write the word, right? And then you... Yeah, you write the word. So say it's... Uh, uh, let's say it's piggy bank. So then you write piggy bank, and then you draw a piggy bank. Okay. And then you hand it to the next person. Now, they only see your drawing and guess what it is. So then they write pig farm. Mm. Now, they hand that off to somebody else, and they draw a pig farm. And then it could possibly change, or you get your drawing all the way back after the circle, and it uh, is actually. I have, I have played this game. You before. have? Yes. It was fun. I think it was under a different name, though. Or maybe there's a slight little different wrinkle. Maybe. Um, but, uh, it's a yeah, telephone. Yes, I have played, but with pictures and yeah. drawing. Yeah. So I started the game off with, um, it, instead of just being like, my word is piggy bank, I started with, hello, my name is Jeff, and I'm in a room with my brother and my sister and their kids and my wife and our kids. Why did I introduce myself? <laughs> So then it gets around to Cheyenne, and she took my cue and says, Hi, my name is Cheyenne, <laughs> and my word was the pig farm or whatever. And mm. she, I was like, oh, my God, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> and she did it genuine, like, this. that's a cool way to start it, Dad. And I'm like, that was lame as shit. Don't repeat what I'm doing. <laughs> Don't do what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Went to the beach with the fam bam for New Year's. Oh, they're going to say that was what you've been up to is just playing Telestrations? Uh, Telestrations nonstop for the last No, week. God, no. We, we played like two two games and that was it. Mm. Otherwise, we played some Jackbox games. We went to... What is the name of that beach? It's got a tunnel through the rock. We went through there. Everybody's searching for rocks. Um, oh, down in... Um, down uh, south of Tillamook? Yes. Yeah, I, we went there, I don't know, like a year ago. Yeah. It's a really cool beach. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love going there. Uh, it was a little too packed for my liking, but um, I think... Is that Agate Beach? No. What is it? It's called like, I don't know, hmm. Brown Eye Brown Eye Beach or something. Brown Eye Beach? Because <laughs> <laughs> I got the little brown hole in the, mm. in the side of the mountain. Going through that is a little sketchy. It gets dark in there and it has all of that driftwood that's like stuck in the tunnel there wasn't any drift oh there was a few pieces yeah Mm. but it was actually pretty flooded in that tunnel oh and so you had to like so i had my foster son strapped to me Mm -hmm. and i'm like my weak ass old man knees is trying to like hop from rock to Mm. rock and dude my i was sore after that yeah i was i tried getting there i tried getting through there with Bo and Tucker, yeah. like on leash the last time, and I would have let them off leash, but there were so many people mm-hmm. coming and walking through there, and then it's like it's super dark, and then I walked right into this kid who just stopped walking right in the middle of the tunnel. He just like awkward planted, and I just went boom. You hit him? Well, I walked into him. I couldn't see him. Oh, I thought you were saying you bitch slapped him. Oh yeah, like get out of my way. Should have done that because then his mom got all like his because then his mom was like, "Goodness, why are you guys in such a hurry?" And it's like, well. He just stopped. Like she he just, said that. Yeah. 
Dude, you always run into the Karens out on the trails, dude. I swear, man. Uh, Cheyenne got like this little rock polisher. Is a a hand one? Hand crank. I don't know if it's hand. I don't know how it's automated. It's over here. She hasn't um, played with it Mm -hmm. yet. But she, we went to that. She knew we we were going to that beach. Mm -hmm. She was excited because she, you know, there's all kinds of cool rocks, and I think it all comes from the cliffside just Mm -hmm. through erosion. Um, but she was excited to get some of these rough rocks and then. Polish, Polish them. them up. Yeah, my sister does the same thing. What? A rock tumbler. Yeah, that sister. makes sense for a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's polisher? like no, it's an actual like mechanical polisher. Okay, that's like, if you just press the button, walk away, mm-hmm. snap the wrist, walk away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Break the wrist. It's walk a, away. It's a little bit more. Uh, yeah, a little a little bit more involved. I guess well, less involved, but a little bit more mechanical then. i'm down for that i'm not trying to work for some polish dude rock. you know how long you'd have to sit there and turn a hand polisher to actually polish a rock i mean that sounds like an excellent like it's like poor a choice punishment to <laughs> to actually get like polished polished yeah. rocks it's like a week in a tumbler oh my word maybe maybe i should do it then i'll just get her a hand one sorry Taryn, I'm returning it. Uh, and then, I mean, I discovered this little yurt place when we went there for your wedding. And we've gone, so we went for your wedding, we went for the New Year's that year, mm. and then we went last year. Uh, or this year, sorry. And it's it's rad. It's uh, We got the big yurts this time. And, um, they look very spacious from your pictures. It's pretty big, dude. We got the big ones. It's just nice to, to get away on New Year's. We always get away on New Year's. Um, I actually just requested time off for 4th of July. Mm. I don't really have any plans for like camping trips, but the 4th still fucks me up because of Dexter. So mm-hmm. I still don't want to be home with the dogs. So I booked a camping trip. Hopefully my time off is approved. I mean, if it is, then I'll shorten the trip to a night or two. But it's just I don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Anyways, that was New Year's. How was your New Year's? First of all, you went to... Dude, you went to the Jets game. You're saying that way more excited than it should than it needs to Dude, be. Dude, you got to go see all of your favorite stars. I have to see a couple of my favorite stars. Name your two favorite Jets players currently. Currently, yes. Uh, Ahmad Sauce Gardner. Uh huh. Is he there? He just goes by Sauce. Yeah, Sauce. he's their starting corner. Okay. Um, Defense. They were. He was number four overall pick last year. Oh, probably going to be defense. Probably going to be defensive player, defensive rookie of the year. Whoa! Just really cool. He's damn good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then probably after that, uh, my favorite ones are probably hurt right now. Mm. But um, Quinn and Williams, our defensive tackle. Okay. So they, they didn't play. No, they both played. Oh, okay. But my favorite, like my next favorite one besides Sauce, is hurt. Okay. Elijah Vera Tucker mm-hmm. is our guard. Or I got to do everything offensive lineman. Okay. Okay. So did they win? <laughs> Fuck no. You really left? Dude, I left halfway through the third quarter. I was That's gonna, I was, bananas. And I was going to leave earlier than that. Wait, did you pay for those tickets? No. Oh, well then, yeah. I don't feel, I'm not as judged. Dude, it's not to drive up there, though. Gas isn't cheap. Why'd you it take was, the train? It was like $50 in gas because the gas, the, the train. How was parking? Parking was Okay. What'd you pay for parking? Thirty dollars. Dude, they paid like a hundred something dollars. Who's they? My neighbors. Oh, really? Yeah. Did they go for the Jets game? No, too? they went for the Niners Seahawks. Oh. Yeah, they paid a lot of money for parking. 
I can imagine. Well, I guess it depends on how close you park. Yeah. I park like a mile away. Oh, I mean, that's still not that bad. Was it raining? No. Oh, that's really nice. nice. Really nice weather. Mm. Really nice weather. Um, we were sitting basically a 50-yard line. Dang. Up in the 300 section, which okay. is fine. I could still... I knew every player. I could mm. see their numbers. Yeah. Um, it's cool having that vantage point. Because right. you can actually... See. The, the shitty thing about watching football is that everything... Like, the like only thing you see... <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you see is like the line of scrimmage and the quarterback until yes. the quarterback throws the ball down the field and the camera pans down. Right. The nice, the cool thing about watching it live, and I, I still maintain watching f- football is the worst sport consumed live because mm. um, so much of it is just a big mash of dudes. Yeah. Because for because you're from your vantage point, a three yard run looks like literally sure. just eleven guys smashing their heads yeah. together. Um, what about golf? Golf is fun to watch live. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do not enjoy it. Really? Have you been to a tournament? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because you're only watching one point at a time. True. You can't really see what's going on at other courses, but there's some like fun. You, hit, you see them hit it off the tee, and then you're like, cool. Oh, then you walk. I mean, or you don't. Yeah. And you stay, and you watch so somebody it's, else tee It's off. fun <laughs> if you walk the course with one player. One person. Yeah. Okay. I've never done that. Mm-hmm. That could be fun. Okay, I would. Because you I get the highs and you get fun. the highs and lows of their round. Yeah, see that. And would then be it's kind of cool okay, when you okay. get towards like the 18th, and something like you know, like a guy is like chasing that particular mm. player, and then you hear a roar from a green, oh. like kind of around you, and you're like, oh, what big thing just happened? And you like look to the scoreboard and see like something change. See something change. Wow. It, there's some coolness. Dude, watching to the it. scoreboard change that sounds exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's better than a football game live most okay, of the time. Okay. Okay. But I've never to be fair, I don't I have never really been to a good NF like a good football game. Uh, so yeah. like a close one. Have you been to any other one but the Jets? Not NFL, no. <laughs> so you've never mm. been to a good NFL game. <laughs> I have been to two Jets games uh-huh. in Seattle. Yeah. Um the Jets have yet to score an offensive touchdown in the two games I have gone to. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Did they hit two field goals? They scored two field goals oh. on Sunday. And um, tell me about the vantage point, though. It was nice. Like it was From really, above. it was really cool to be able to see the. It was. It's cool to see all of the parts mm-hmm. moving at the same time mm-hmm. instead of just the snapshot of the offensive line because you don't see what the receivers in the secondary are doing yeah. until the ball is thrown, and at that point, like all of the the working to get open or the mm-hmm. route combinations and the, the coverage schemes is lost yeah um so it's really it was really cool to see um coverages and route combinations from that vantage point it's like was it's like watching the all 22 coaches film mm. being able to kind of see from that sky vantage point yeah. so that was really neat to see that was the only good experience other than getting away with with Kylie and being away from being away from Wells for a little while. Yeah. Um, kind of just going off, getting out of town, going to our own thing. Um, but, dude, first play of the game. Like, So this was a big game, mm-hmm. right? The last one we went to, the Jets weren't really particularly good. That was the Tim Tebow year. Um, my favorite player, my favorite all-time Jet, Darrell Rivas, had tore his ACL earlier in that season, so I didn't get to see him play, mm-hmm. which really sucked. Um, but... Uh, for this game, the Jets still had a had a realistic shot at the playoffs, but they had to win their last two. Mm-hmm. So this was a must win. If they lose, they're done. And um, wait, are Seahawks in? 
the Seahawks will be in if if they have to win Sunday and they need Green Bay to lose. Did they need to win that game? They did. Oh. So it was both. Who wanted it, it more? Well, it wasn't the Jets. <laughs> so the they had like this was like a very important game. They had already lost four straight games. Oh boy! And going to Seattle. And you watched all four of those games? Yes, I watched all four of those games. I'm just saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I had also watched their last win. Yeah, but that was the break. It had to have been. Maybe. Or did you watch a loss before the win? I had lost. I had watched every game. I had. <laughs> I have watched almost every game. Well, I thought you weren't watching and they were doing well. Yes, but then I couldn't help myself. So yeah. I had to go watch them. So then what happened was is they lost one and you're like, oh, no. Did I do it? Is it me? And then they won one, and you're like, see, it's not me. But technically, it was you, and the curse was messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, when I watched them beat the Bills before their bye week, and I was like, damn, like, all right, maybe the curse has been lifted. And nope. then they came out of the bye week, and Zach Wilson absolutely completely imploded. They scored, uh, they had negative two points in the second half, lost to the Patriots three to zero because their punter couldn't punt. Ten, dude, 10 seconds left. Dude out kicks his coverage in the middle of the field, and the guy returns it for a touchdown. That's how the Jets lose. Um, they lost 7-3 to three in that game. <laughs> so they blew this one. Or 10-3. to three. No playoffs. They blew this one, no playoffs. And they didn't, they didn't even look. First play from scrimmage, 60-yard run for the Seahawks. Kenneth Walker running their running back. Uh-huh. Breaks a 60-yard or gets shoestring tackled inside the 10. Next play. Touchdown pass, Geno Smith, who was an ex-Jet quarterback. We drafted him years ago. <laughs> uh, he uh, he darts, no pass rush, easy touchdown to the tight end. Yeah. Because we can't cover tight ends. Just haven't been able to do it for weeks now. Uh, and the Jets were never in it at that point. Wow. I looked right at Kyle and I go, it's over. Like halftime, I wow. said, I was like, let's leave at halftime. Jets kicked a field goal going in the half, so it was th- it was uh, seventeen to six, and I was oh. like, all right, well they get ball coming out of second half. Mm-hmm. If they do anything with it, we'll stick around. Uh-huh. They came out, went three and out. I was like, all right, fuck it, let's go. Wow, <laughs> let's What'd go have get? let's go have dinner. Um, Did you guys come home that night? Yeah. Oh wow. We we knew we were going to have to anyway. Yeah. And I didn't want to sit in that traffic because yeah. the last time I parked super close to the stadium, and it took me. Two hours just to get out of downtown Ooh. Seattle, and then that three out like two and a half hour drive home. I was like, I'm not doing that for this no, game. I, I, not worth it. There was no way they were coming back. Uh, they looked dead in the water, and the court. And so we get to we get to where we're going to have dinner at, uh, which What's is the game a, on. We sit down in the bar, <laughs> and I turn to my right, and like in the big ass screen TV right next to me is the game, and yeah. I'm like, fuck, yeah, like, damn it, yeah, I hate that team. I hate them. Nice. I hate them. I was so hungry. Anything would have tasted good. Okay. Because we didn't eat at the stadium. Yeah. Um, we we didn't really eat anything at all that day. So sitting down and it was BJ's restaurant. Um, like the one they have here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was okay. familiar. Yeah. You know how I am oh, with yeah. familiar food. Oh so yeah. I got my normal chicken. Out, got my normal chicken sandwich that I always get there, and <laughs> it tasted good. But That's screw amazing. the but screw the Jets. <laughs> I mean. I don't want to talk on sports all day, but I feel the same way about the Blazers. I told you earlier today that last night's game, I just said, you know what? I think I'm good not watching the rest of this. I'm going to spend time with the family. Dude, there it's the worst place to be in sports. You're un- yeah. you're uninteresting. Yeah. But I don't know if that's a continued result from the bubble or just like 
all of just the Blazers. It's been hard to get back into sports post bubble, yeah. like post COVID. Like, yeah, I feel like there is a really recal. I think you see this with movement in the workforce too. A recal, and Kylie talks about this a lot uh-huh. about how she just st- stopped. Not that she doesn't care about work, right? But work took a backseat to family and personal life more so than work um, after COVID. And I think there's a lot of people who do have experienced that. And I think, I think that goes hand in hand with sports. I think that parallels sports viewership as well. Interesting. I don't know. I I still get interesting theory. I still get pissed off at blazer losses. I mean, yeah, we get pissed, but then it just makes it the apathy stronger. I think like, all right, I'll give it a shot. Okay. Yep. You still suck. I'll turn it off at (laughs) halftime. I've literally like just like turned it off and just said, "Hey Alexa, what was the score of the Blazers game?" Oh wow, they won that one. That's literally my reaction. Really? That's a bummer. Hmm, that is a bummer. I Kylie, when we were walking out of the stadium, she was like, "She's like, wow, Jake. She's like, you've really, you've really matured. It's like the old Jake would have been so pissed." And I was like, "Here's the thing, Kylie. <laughs> Here's the thing." <laughs> Uh, when you haven't, when your team hasn't made the playoffs in twelve straight years, like what are you getting pissed about? This is just the norm at yeah. this point. Like, if you're getting, if you're still getting, like, if I was still that getting pissed. that pissed, like I used to get at them losing, that's when I had expectations. Yeah. Now it's just like, yeah. If you're getting that pissed, we gotta call someone. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, what do you? <laughs> ex- like, it's like, years. it's like, what did I expect? I mean, that means you expected something different. Yeah. And if you're expecting something different after 12 years of complete ineptitude, uh, man, you've yeah, you've got a uh, you've got yeah. other issues. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm I'm proud of your growth as well. Well, thank you, <laughs> dude. Have you ever driven down Highway uh, Six out to the coast? Yeah, it's a nice highway. No, what a nightmare! Uh, it is it's not a, sh- a nice highway. <laughs> Uh, I like the drive along. Once you get de- once you start the descent, okay. that drive along the river is kind of nice, dude. That drive along the river is the only reason I brought this up. What is that river? Uh, I think it's the Wilson. Uh, the Wilson. Yeah. Yes, dude. I was gonna say it's either the Wilson or the uh, it was either the Wilson or the Trask. I there are remember. some nice like photogenic spots. Oh yeah, no, I've seen them all, and I've every time I drive that. Because we drove it a lot, getting ready for the for the wedding. wedding yeah, um, I was like, there's been so many times I've like, I need to stop and take a photo. There. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I was driving like, oh my god, oh my, like just constantly mm-hmm. the whole drive. Wow. Um, wow. 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 <laughs> but then I was like, is that? Do people kayak down that river? Because that looks like that would be intense but fun. There are people who floated during the summers. I've seen people go down floating it. Well. I considered it kayaking it like last weekend. No, like maybe I should get into kayaking. Have I, I want to get into kayaking so bad. And if you do it, I'll do it. It's terrifying, but dude, so exhilarating. It looks amazing. Uh, have (laughs) you, have you ever seen pictures of spirit falls in the gorge? I watched, I was there taking photos one day and I watched these like six, kayakers Mm -hmm. go off the top of spirit falls in their kayaks and then go down the little white salmon like insane white water but they're going off like a 30 they they were doing nose dives off a 30 foot waterfall have you cliff jumped no but you're gonna do that yeah no you will because i'm in a boat (laughs) i'm in a boat uh 
Okay. I watched this documentary about these like kayak chasers who were like constantly traveling the world looking for the most extreme. And like one guy, like I think he got cancer and almost died, but then came back and then like met his goal of like doing this insane one in like Indonesia or something. Hmm. Like wild stories about kayaking. And I always thought that would be like I don't want to do that, but I could I love floating. I love it. So I would love floating, but then like every now and then you just jump off a cliff. That sounds pretty dope. Mm-hmm. But then I also worry, like, is are you going to get gut checked when you hit the water? Like, does the boat kind of hit you in the abdomen? I don't think so. I spend a lot of time in, like, in aquatic style boats. Because okay. I use them for hunting. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. Have you ever gone floating? No. Let's, oh, I've yeah. gone rafting. You want to bring that up? <laughs> I didn't bring that up. That was, dude, don't put that on me. That was you I that was bringing that up. I just said it, and all of a sudden, lightning struck and said, remember? <laughs> rafting. Yeah. I've, I've been rafting, but I've never been. Like whitewater rafting? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I mean, then you, I was going to say, because if you haven't been floating, then you should do that and see how you feel about it. But if you've been whitewater rafting, you like it? I'm not afraid of water. I, Dude, and I, should, I am not afraid of water. And I should be afraid of Have I of, said this on here? No. I don't think I can drown. I think it's literally impossible. Oh, I, I wouldn't go into it with that. Oh, I definitely go into it every time. There have been times where I've been like, I was out boogie boarding in the in, in the ocean uh, in California. I was out there, and I was I was out there far, dude. And these surfer guys were like looking at. They kept looking at me, and I'm like, "What's going? What's up?" And they're like, "Where are you from?" And I was like. Uh, Oregon? And they were like, oh. I'm like, why? And they're like, dude, you're not wearing a wetsuit. And I'm like, this is like bathwater. What are you talking about? (laughs) And they're like, no, this is freezing. And it it wasn't. Mm -hmm. But they were just like, what the fuck? Anyways, when I was out there, I was riding this wave in. And then I got hit by this huge wave. And it like tumbled me. And it was like, I've read about this happening before, right? But I can't believe I've never talked about this. I, I've told the story a billion times. I'm like getting tumbled in the waves and the wave is like under curling and like literally barreling me. Right. And I have the boogie board strapped to my wrist and I'm not panicking. I'm like, I can't breathe. I, I'm running out of oxygen. I'm holding my breath. Right. But I'm like, just relax, dude. You're good. Where? And I'm like, I'm kind of just like, all right, where's, where's the rope? It's on my wrist. Okay. I grab it. And I'm like, I can't see. So that's why I'm imagining doing this reenactment with my eyes closed that nobody can see. And I feel it. And I'm like tugging. And it's floating, right? So I go, okay, that's the surface. So then I just swam up to the top. It's impossible. Hmm. Uh, I don't think it's impossible. I'm but... pretty sure it's impossible, <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have as much of a healthy fear of water as I probably should have. Me neither. That's wild. Yeah. I have pretty strong swimming ability. Um, do you like to swim? Yeah. In pools? Mm-hmm. You like to swim in pools? Yeah. Oh, I don't like pools. Really? Yeah. I prefer like a river or a lake that I'm used to. Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I don't are you, chase the water you don't, you don't no, chase the water? No, right? no, no, no. You make me do it, and then I'm like, where are the rivers and the lakes here? <laughs> uh, that's so wild that you have that same like sentiment about water. Yeah. I love water. Um, I don't know. And I'm really good at. I don't know. I just have a really 
I just, for some reason, I have a really natural intuition on how water is flowing, how to go with it. Dude, so, you are speaking my language right now. How have we never talked about I don't this? know. It's crazy. We've had a that, podcast for like three years and we've never talked about water before. 100% how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like in the tumbling, I'm like, you're, you're fine. You got this. You know what's going to happen. There's no reason because people panic and that's when they drown, mm-hmm. right? But I don't, I feel such peace in the water it's weird Hmm. and exactly what you're talking about i know what's going to happen here like if i get bucked off of a float or or something i never get scared i never freak out i never panic jet on the other hand is literally drowned in front of me like four fucking times (laughs) we've had to save her (laughs) she's like "Eh," like at at bend when we hit the man-made rapids Mm -hmm. she's like i'm gonna get out and walk around right here she does it every time they're man-made. There's five-year-olds doing it. She's like, oh, I'm good. I'm not going to do this one. Yeah. I will know your limits. Yeah, for sure. Dude, that's wild. So we're going to be kayakers, I guess. It's only natural. I If you do it, I'll do it. Absolutely, I do. I've, I have, ever since I watched those those kayakers go off the top of yeah. that waterfall, I was like, I have to do that. We got to start small. Well, absolutely. I want a kayak just to go tool around the lakes that I go to, too. Dude. Like, you know how cool it would be to go to Coldwater Lake and, and paddle? Yeah. Paddle, just paddle down that? Yeah. Beautiful. That would be awesome. Not at five in the morning, maybe. No, no, no. no, no that's a day activity. <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into it. I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to get costs. I'm going to look into, like, how to do it. Awesome. Let's do it. I think we should. Absolutely. I mean, it would be I'm, fun. I'm, I am 100% down. I'm serious. I've, I've told Jen for years I want to buy a kayak, and I just have, like, never pulled the trigger. But now I have a reason to. Perfect. And then I'm going to coast. I'm going to go, and I'm going to kayak the Wilson River with you. Perfect. It's beautiful. It is. It's a very nice. Silmook State Forest. The worst thing about Highway Six, though, is that there's one pass. There's one place to pass on that whole highway. Out, outwards. Yeah. Inwards, there's a little more, but Mm -hmm. dude, the road is so janky and all like rough, rough road ahead. Oh, it's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Tunnel Beach is the name of that brown beach. Tunnel Beach. Thank you. (laughs) Um. So another thing I wanted to tell you about that trip. So I have video of it. I should show you. But we're all out on the beach and we're all like walking out towards the water. And the the water line is pretty high up towards we're in uh we're in Rockway at this point. Mm. We're up in we're in Rockway right in the the little city square where there's like the the tourist area where uh the tourist the train caboose? Yes. Okay. The tourist beach access, right? We pull in there, we park, we get out, we got all the kids. Uh, and Anders girls are out running or we're all walking towards the water, but the water line is pretty far close to the road. Like at some point, something, a big wave has hit and made the, the sand wet pretty high up, but we didn't pay no attention. So we're walking out, we're walking out and I'm kind of just taking pictures, messing around, taking pictures of everybody. And all of a sudden the wave, just this wave just rushes. It's coming quick. So I'm like running from it. And I, my brother's further towards the water with his girls, and I'm filming, and I'm running, and I'm like, oh, God. And I, I'm filming him and them, and his youngest daughter trips and falls, and then the wave just, boom, hits her, and then she, like, tries to stand up. And How then, big was this wave? I mean, it wasn't that big, but it was big enough to go far. Huh. So it was big, but it just was – it had a lot of power behind it. So – 
She trips and falls. Boom. Gets hit by one. There was another one behind her, behind that wave. She stands up. Bam. Gets rocked again. And she's literally, like, tumbling on the sand, like, getting hit by these waves. Now, Andrew is at a point where if she does get pulled out, she's going to get pulled right to him. And I'm running around to get her from the from the, the beach side. But she is screaming bloody murder. And she, dude, the video, at the end of the video, she gets up. She's drenched and covered in sand. And she's running towards me, screaming from her mom, who is not there. <laughs> she just runs past me. And my brother's just laughing. Now, his oldest daughter, who's like five, she's she got knocked out too. But she's kind of laughing about it. Mm-hmm. Dude, Braley looks at my brother and goes, why didn't you save me? (laughs) Dead serious, dude. He's like, babe, I was right there. She's like, no, you weren't. Why didn't you save me? And, like, it was pretty cute because she kept looking to, like, Jen for, like, comfort, Mm -hmm. which I thought was sweet because that's her auntie, you know. Um, And I think that that's cute that she feels, like, comfort from, from her aunt. But she was not about my brother she was like you have betrayed me and i will never trust you again dude you failed me she was covered in sand dude it was a little scary though i could imagine not for me but i could imagine being that kid just getting (laughs) rocked by a wave she just doesn't have that inclination that we do just understanding water worst worst beach landing since the first 11 minutes of saving private ryan (laughs) dude that's a good ass movie that is a good um i'm still reading all Quiet on the Western Front. Mm. I'm on the third chapter. Um, I, For those of you who follow us on Instagram, I did post looking for suggestions for the year. I did not meet my 30-book goal from last year. <laughs> I, I think I got six, maybe. Yeah, I'm six better than me. Um, so this year, I asked for 12 references, and I'm going to read all 12. I will do it. Okay. Um, there's two. That's two yawns now. I didn't put the post up, but <laughs> <laughs> over under. Damn. Jake had a hard day today, guys. It was a, it was a rough one. He, he had a rough one, and I made him help me all day. Um, so I asked for, for suggestions on 12 books, and I will stick to my word, and I will read all of these. Um, I got some, you know, there's books that you've given me that I've added to this list that I want to read this year. Um, there's a book that was... Uh, it was where was that? I think I it was suggested to me in um, global literature in my undergrad, mm-hmm. and I never read it. And I wanted to read that. My cousin reached out with a few um, suggestions. Uh, we had a great conversation. We shit on Harry Potter for quite a bit. We think J.K. Rowling's racist, and then Connor suggested a book, um, and you suggested another one. Actually, three of your technical suggestions are on here. So. Yeah, I'm waiting on one more suggestion if anyone has it, if I haven't got it yet. What were my other two? Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay, I did. Um, I did correct my, uh, yeah. American Assassin, and then you bought me Open Veins of Latin uh, America. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, technically, that's American Assassin is a really good novel. That's fiction, but it's... That's fine. It's have, a really... If you... CIA political intrigue, it's really good. I have one technical nonfiction on here, and that's the open veins of Latin America. Mm. But also, this challenge is 12 books challenge. 12 months to read 12 books recommended by 12 friends. Well, I don't have 12 friends who read, so that's <laughs> why we doubled up on some of those suggestions. <laughs> but that's my goal for this year. It's not a resolution. 
It's a goal. Good. We don't do resolutions. We don't do resolutions. Um, there, there. Was there anything that you wanted to talk about? Because I, I feel like I could just bring up a million things. Most of, you bring about. up a million things. Okay. I was thinking about this today. You and I had a conversation today about like on the way home about death and like life and like what does it mean to like come towards your end and that it was just interesting that that's a conversation. By the way, I love the ride home conversations. <laughs> um, some of them, some of those conversations can't be had on record, but you and I have talked about maybe doing an additional show for those moments when we're in, you know, combining mm-hmm. some highlights of those conversations. I'm also got something in the works that I think you're going to adore for the ride home. So just get prepared. I'm working on something that's going to be your dream. Okay. Um, if you could have every day to do anything and everything you want without any work obligation, what would your day look like? Oof. Um, like you don't have to get up and work. Money's no issue. You're comfortable. You're happy. You've got the things you need to provide for your family mm-hmm. and do extra if you'd like. But you don't have to work. You can get up and do what you want. It depends on the time of the year. Well, sure. Sure. But okay. what are some of these activities that you're doing? Well, I would always start my morning. <gasps> whoa, 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 whoa. With a, I mean, I would always start either with hunting or hiking. Okay, hunting or hiking. Because most of the reason why I don't hike is because of just fuel costs. Okay, okay. Um, when I every don't. day you're gonna hike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I didn't, if I didn't have. Well, there's your whole effing day, dude. No, 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 not necessarily. Okay. Like, there's local places. Sure. I mean, I would be out with my camera every single day. Oh, wow. Could. Okay. Or hunting. Mm, like one of those two. Okay. But I don't know. It, to be, Obviously, it would be some variations. No, right? it would be some sort of like, I would love to go play bas- like play basketball in the morning. That's mornings. on my list. Uh, it, it would be some form of physical, act, some mm-hmm. sort of physical mm-hmm. activity first thing in the morning yeah. or in the evening. I love evening hikes or evening hunts. Mm. I um, hate evening basketball. Really? I don't like it. I'd rather play early, like in the morning. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. Sure. I'll play basketball anytime mm-hmm. when I'm physically can, but yeah, I'd prefer in the mornings. I think. And then, um, chillax for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. What's chillaxing? Just hanging around the house, doing nothing. Not necessarily. Just um, chatting. Yeah, <laughs> I like doing doodling. Okay. Like when I was like, I don't know if you saw my um, saw your my little topography. topography. Yeah, cold, the cold water lake area. Yeah, stuff like that. Like okay. I did a whole bunch of minim- shit. I did a whole bunch of minimalistic um, of all of the uh, peaks in the Cascade Range. Yeah. I did like a minimalistic drawing of all of the all of the mountain peaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hung those up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just doing like, yeah, cool arts and crafts yeah. stuff. Hanging around the family, like okay. hanging out with uh, with Kylie and Bo and with Tucker and suppose wells yeah um i suppose and then i think i would want to go out to eat for dinner or for lunch mm. every single day okay i think that'd be cool like, i love <laughs> i love going out too it doesn't have to be a fancy restaurant but i love going i love going out to eat yeah it doesn't have to like anywhere anywhere okay I just love going out to eat okay. i mean i like cook i mean i've started to like cooking more yeah. but 
one scott for one meal a day so yeah. what, what whatever the order is on that like yeah not necessarily every morning is a hike maybe, maybe it's, one day you don't go out to eat but maybe you it's, play basketball and hike or you hike and eat and then no eat. i i would do all of those oh like so it would be i don't know what the order would be it okay. would either be breakfast i go out to eat for okay. breakfast and then i go and do my activity mm-hmm. and i hang out in the evening or like those are like the three things okay a physical activity basketball football hiking hunting that would all those would occur every single day and then i would go out to eat for one meal a day and then i would um hang out do my arts and crafts hang out with the family okay um okay but yeah very good what about you i put basketball mine's very simple okay (laughs) i would play basketball i would love to read i would read like not just like the more honestly like this 12 this 12 book goal has me excited to read more to be exposed to more than i haven't been uh i i went into reading to kill a mockingbird thinking i had a clue about what i know what this book's about i'm gonna read it but i know what it's about no that book might have changed my life as far (laughs) as like wanting to just like i don't know shit it's like my first day of college that's the first lesson i learned was like you're dumb as shit you don't know anything and i was like oh my god i didn't know and that didn't happen till WSU. At Clark, I thought, yeah, I know all this, whatever. <laughs> but at WSU, it's like, no, you don't. And I was like, all right, fine. Um, so reading more. There's just so much more knowledge. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm literally rewatching season after season of Big Brother. Why? Why am I doing it if I'm not going to try to be on it? I have to try. That that's a completely different conversation. But that ties into like. I'm getting annoyed finding myself re-watching things that I've already mm. seen. Yeah. Like, I did re-watch Grandma's Boy. <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long. And it was kind of fun to re-watch it again. But that there's so much more out there to consume that is I've never read or watched or mm-hmm. listened to. Did you know that I read that people who seek the comfortable, mm-hmm. like the the known yeah. like right because they seek there's comfort in that known sure. um it's like a basically like a trauma slash depression response really yeah. so maybe getting out of that yeah <laughs> no but like with big brother what i found that i enjoy is like i know who wins if i'm rewatching a season it's like who wins this oh okay yeah i remember now for me it's watching the puzzle be put together in front of me mm. to to find out how we got to those final two sure that's what i enjoy about that but for me i want to i want to do more there's more out there there's more to there's songs i've never heard there's books i've never read clearly there's movies i've never seen and that bums me out i want to i want to explore more so i would do that I know I would consume different types of media then. I also would play video games (laughs) Um, and write. Mm. I miss writing, whether that's music, whether, and this is all your fault, by the way, (laughs) whether that's music or, or, or uh, uh, an argumentative paper. I miss Mm -hmm. writing those um, based on research or just writing to write, writing my thoughts, Mm -hmm. my, you know, a journal of some kind. I would just like to do all of that. Um, and then I didn't think about it and didn't write it down, but I absolutely need some sort of um, 
outdoor therapy because it's always something I never really think about. And then once I do it, it's like like going hiking with you and Cheyenne is one of my favorite memories of all time. Oh, wow. Of all time. But it took you to say, shut the fuck up. You're going with me. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I know you wouldn't have done it. <laughs> but it's begrudgingly I go and then it becomes one of my core memories. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite memories of all time. It was like I couldn't take it enough being there. Even in the car, riding with you guys, chatting with you guys, talking about music, just hanging out. Yeah, the car rides are some of the best parts about the hikes. Yeah. I love the car rides. Yeah. And then just getting out there and I'm like trying to open my eyes as wide as I can to just consume as much vision as possible because I can't believe I've never seen this shit. And that's another thing, right? It's it's I want to see more places. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is there an entire world I've never seen before? That's depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Even that, here. There's mm-hmm. so much here. So much. I know. And like and I've seen a lot. I mean, I've seen a lot of the local stuff, yeah. but there's still stuff that I don't I have not seen. Like I that I need I have this like longing and yearning to go and yeah. see it, to go and experience it. Even yeah. like uh, uh Olympic National Park. Oh, yeah. I've Dude, never I've never been up there. Me neither. But like uh my friend's wife goes hiking up there all the time and she posted this thing on her on like a reel on her Instagram and I'm like what the fuck is that? Oh, it's here in Washington. Yeah. No way, dude. No way that is here. Mm-hmm. Because you'll look at the Alps and you'll be like, that looks incredible. The Rockies are beautiful. Yeah. I've never seen those. Yeah, I've only ever driven through them. Yeah. I think I drove through them in the dark. Well, you know, you do have a friend who likes to spend a lot of time in nature who would be more than happy and ecstatic for you yeah. to join him. Who? His name is... His name is Jake. Jacob. Dude, I'm still so Jacob. <laughs> Jacob. I'm still so embarrassed. Of what? That that hike. Ah, fuck. I, I, I will never set live you, that I down. set you up for failure. I will never live that Until down. you hike it. Until I hike it. Exactly. But I'm dude, my quads are gonna be looking like my calves soon. I'm gonna make yeah, and I PT heard, jealous. I heard your PT jealous is gonna I heard your PT is gonna have to go change clothes because of your calves. She can't even have me do my calf workouts <laughs> in front of her, dude. She needs a cold shower. <laughs> She's like, let's not work the calves today, okay? I got to go home and pretend I love someone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that those... But what's how sad is it that, like... Now, this is making me even more sad that, like, we can't just do those things, right? Or or we have to be more intentional about doing these kinds of things, right? Yeah. We can't just wake up and do them. But maybe finding more time to do them. Mm -hmm. Like, let's go out and grab food sometime. I mean, it's harder with these little ones all the fucking time. Yeah. But I mean, when but we, when it's we, doable. Like it if you doable. wanted to do it, make you it would do it. You would make it happen, Captain. Yeah. We went to go see a movie and then we went to Red Robin. <laughs> Never did it again. <laughs> I guess we did it with, did we go with Jojo Rabbit? No. We didn't? Mm-mm. We went with uh, They Shall Not Grow Old. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, things we got to make things happen. Got to make life happen. Um, okay. Dude, I have so much. Let's let's get into this this thing. Everybody knows your greatest fear. Losing a limb? Yes. Yes. But did you hear about Jeremy Renner and Tamar Hamlin? I'm sure you've heard about Hamlin, but did you hear about Jeremy Renner? I heard he got ran over by a snowplow. Yeah. So he suffered a collapsed chest and crushed torso from being run over by a snowplow. 
Yeah, I heard he got ran over by a snowplow. How did that happen? From what I heard, he was trying to help someone. Like, snowmobilers, maybe? They were stuck, and then, like, I don't know how the snowplow hit him, but it hit him. Could you imagine the person you hit is Jeremy Renner? Yeah, literally Hawkeye slash... uh, What's well, he was the uh, the born wasn't he in the born he was yeah he Dude, that re- movie's good he replaced Matt Damon for one film I mm-hmm. think and then Matt Damon came back yeah yeah but he was I love that born film he was awesome in it he's a he's a very underrated actor yeah I love that dude I love it have like, you seen the movie uh, movie suggestion mm. Wind Wind River it's a Netflix original it's about a murder on the Wind River Native American reservation in Wyoming no he's a um, fish and game officer oh very good that sounds amazing i wrote it down um so something like that talking about fears of like losing a limb does that scare you what i don't know getting in an accident like that like how often does that how much space does that take in your noodle if i don't lose a limb i'm not afraid of a crash okay i'm afraid of the crash for not for the crash okay i'm afraid of a crash because of i have such anxiety about dealing with insurance companies okay have you ever been in a car accident yes and you've dealt with insurance companies one time and it was it was terrible yeah it's a nightmare well not only that but the people who like were the other party Uh were so shady Mm. like they dipped but they (gasps) but they took my um they 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 made me hand i handed them my insurance card yeah and then they got in their car and dipped and then the cops showed up when they when they heard that the cop. I told them I was calling the cops because I was like, I'm like, I don't think I'm at fault, but I'm. We're gonna get we're gonna get the officers here, and they're like, oh, don't don't call the cops. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna. And at that point, I'm like, definitely calling the cops. Yeah, no, definitely calling. The and cops. so they they still had, and I I had lost track of my in in the fray of it all. Right. I had lost track that I had handed them my insurance card, and they took off with it. Waited a few days, called my insurance company, said there was like six people in the car. There were only two. Six people in the car, all of them hurt, all of them injured. I had to go through all this deposition and shit. So ever since then, I've had this like, I'm like, I don't, I would rather just die in the car accident than have to deal, (laughs) than have to deal with something like that again. It was, it was, it was fucking miserable because I was like, everybody's saying, everybody's saying that they were injured and shit in the car accident and like, turns out like the people who were saying they were the driver the person who was saying they were the driver had someone like all of this it was it ended up being such a clown show like it didn't matter like the cops and even their insurance company were like this is stupid like you clearly wow. aren't at fault i was found not at fault all of that but it was but there was just something about like getting a call from their insurance company saying like hey this person is filing a claim against you and mm-hmm. saying that they're injured there's injuries and I, it just dude it put me into just a full-on panic attack. That sounds miserable. It was a miserable experience. The one time I got in, like, a car accident, my mom, my mom, when I was younger, she bought, like, this, what was it? It was a pink, pink, not, like, salmon or, like, light like red. bubblegum pink? Like, bubblegum pink. Ooh, that's a ride. Almost, it was, like, like a red, like, a Ford uh, Taurus, almost. Like, it was the ugliest car you could imagine dude a ford taurus pink? i don't even remember what kind it was i wish i could remember but i'm not joking you she got an accident in that car almost every weekend when she first got it 
every weekend. Like T-Bone pulling out of under the road, like not just like bumper, like getting in accidents in this thing. Um, so that I was in quite a bit of accidents then. But like as an adult, I there was traffic coming back through Longview from the beach. It was me, Jen, and Dexter. Yeah, just us three, I think. And um, we stopped, and we were on that, you know, that trucking road. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're gonna get hit. She's like, what? I'm like, we're about to get hit because I saw the lady not looking. And it was- so you you cross the Rainier Bridge, mm-hmm. and then you're sitting on that like industrial road right yes, there, okay. heading towards I mm-hmm. five. And I look in my mirror, and I go, we're about to get hit. And she's like, what? I go, we're about to get hit. And I I put my arm out, even though you're told not to, and I did it. And we just boom got hit from behind. And so we like pulled over into the street. I let off my, it was, it was in the element. So I let off everything, my clutch, so because I was, I was always told like, don't break cause it'll hurt. So I just let everything. She kind of bumped into her. She hit our car pretty good. And we kind of scooted forward and then we pulled over into the road and she immediately got out of the car and was like, Oh my God, I am so sorry. That is completely my fault. And I was like, okay. And that was it. They gave us like 200 bucks or something. The insurance company and fixed the car. Nice. Yeah. That's a lot better yeah. situation than mine. Yeah. So I'll get an accident every day if that's how it works. But yours <laughs> feel, sounds like, I feel a, like, like a nightmare. I feel like that's... Um, I feel like that is... <laughs> what? Not the norm. Yours is not the norm. Probably. Most yours people, is the norm. Most people do not readily admit Oh, fault. yeah. I, my sister got hosed by some dude who was just doing the same shit you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Fuck. People are the worst, dude. Okay. So Tamar Hamlin collapses on a field. Given CPR, likely suffered cardiac arrest due to Komodo cordis, Komitio cordis. I'm having a lot of fun watching you try to pronounce this. Uh, That's why I'm doing it, (laughs) because everyone else is listening to it. Komitio cordis. An arrhythmia brought in by precisely timed blow to the chest. Did you watch it? I did. Did you watch it live? Yeah. Oh, you did. What did you think? Uh, you. I've seen like the two worst. That was the. That was the second. In the moment, that yeah. was the second scariest thing I've seen on a football, like uh-huh. on an NFL football field, watching a live game. The other one was the Ryan Shazier, where he basically got he got paralyzed. Oh wow! Uh, he was a linebacker for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was weird because. You see guys go down all the time, yeah. right? I've seen guys get up, go back down because of like they like stand up like, oh shit, my knee ain't good, yeah. going back down. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's what I thought it was initially. Like he gets up and he's fine. Like he makes a routine tackle. Yeah, just a routine tackle. the The receiver didn't really even didn't even seem like he was trying to really truck the guy either. Mm-hmm. It was just like catch, tackle, go down. And then when he he like stood up and then just when he fainted backwards, yeah. I was like. Oh shit! Yeah, like, flat back, and then and then you could tell something was serious because of the way the surrounding players were acting. Really? Yeah, because they were all f- like immediately freaked out. Like a lot of times when there's like an injury and there's an injured player, everybody just kind of like moves out of the way unless the trainers come in. Yeah, but they just kind of like, I uh, we know another injury. So yeah. This happens, yeah, yeah, but yeah. to see them like f- they were literally the looks like you can't see them with their helmets right. on, but dude, they looked they were acting just so scared. Yeah. Like it was nuts. Like it was, it was a crazy it's terrifying. thing. It's a crazy thing to see. I think I saw like a, a post about it 
And then I was like, I'm going to go watch what happened. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know anything about what anything happened, but I saw the hit to the chest and I said, it's that hit to the chest. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. It looked, it looked, it did not look good. The way that he like, like the, he kind of dives into him as he's like, wrapping around him mm-hmm. and i was like oh no well that's why they teach you not to go high yeah yeah but um i mean yeah that's a, just unfortunate event he's a safety coming down to make a hit on a yeah on a slot receiver it's routine yeah that's a routine play Ugh. and even though like that same hit to the chest how many of the guys get flat trucks yeah like yeah. helmets to the chest it doesn't yeah. matter it literally just came down to timing it sounds like it was they just hit exactly him at, timing yeah and it knocked his heart out of rhythm that's I, fucking scary dude it's, it just shows you like you can live your life as healthy as you want to and you could walk out and get hit by a bus that's tomorrow that's what scares me more than that's on par i think with your limb i think with deanne Mm-hmm. And everything that happened last year, and then like hearing about this, I constantly feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack. Yeah. I mean, that guy to play the safety position, you have to be. That's one of the best athletes to be a be a safety who can play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's one of the top. I don't know, 200 athletes in the country. Yeah, and he just got hit at the precisely the right moment yeah. in his career. Is I'm assuming over. If, I don't know. If he, do you he's think he's awake he, right now? Yeah, but I mean, do you play again after that? I don't know what what type of surgery did he did he need surgery? I don't think so. It's just so like either. putting him in a coma, making yeah. sure getting everything healed back Regulating, up. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. Could you imagine him coming back and playing? I mean, <laughs> oh I hope he does. God. Like Alex Smith, the quarterback, yeah. uh, almost lost his leg. Yeah. If you followed any of that, yeah. like. His leg is down to like nothing. There's yeah. no calf there anymore because yeah. that infection. And he played a whole nother season yeah. on that like toothpick of a leg. Yeah, that's wild. So, I mean, Ooh. I guess there, there's a will, yeah. but man, every hit you take, every time you go to square somebody up, like how do you, otherwise? how do you not? Well, that's the thing. That's how you couldn't play. The, I, I mean, all if, these other players. Like, that's why, I mean, they weren't, they could not come back out there yeah. and play again. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Yeah. The, men, the mental gymnastics that each man is going to have to go through to get ready for that, that to yeah. play again, that's tough. That was his first question, by the way. What was? Did they win? Really? Yes, yeah, the doctor. First time. First question. Did we win? When he woke up? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, it's 7 3. I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't, I, don't know. I don't think they're going to replay it. They're not. I don't think so. I think there's something about the way the division works that they don't need to play it. But did you see the Skip Bayless thing? Dude, I hate that guy. Yeah, but I get like he did in the first tweet say that not that it matters. So he did say like, I, what are they going to do? Are they going to play? What's going to happen? Not that any any sports things matter at this point, which kind of negates the whole purpose of the tweet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he says, like, oh, what are they going to do? Not that it matters. Well, then why'd you fucking say it? Because it does Because it does matter. To him, to he, him. Wa- he wanted to see the game. His, his The last thing he says is, like, the regular season all of a sudden doesn't matter anymore or something yeah. like that like, along those lines. Like, what What? What point are you trying to make? Yeah, he's he's a douche in general, so it doesn't work Did you see uh, oh, Shannon yeah. Oh, yeah. refuse to show up? No. I knew that His, he didn't show up the next day, mm-hmm. but I did see them kind of go at it when he did come back. Yeah. Why does that guy do that show with him? It pays a lot of money. Dude, he is 
nobody's lining up to hire Shannon Sharp for anything else. So sure, but Skip Bayless is straight disrespectful to that dude. That dude was a hell of a football player. He he mocks his career all the time. Really he underplays his career all the time. Oh, Shannon Sharp won multiple Super Bowls with the Denver Broncos. I, I don't one know. one of the best tight ends of all time. I don't know. That's He's crazy. Always talking trash to him. Dude. I I don't know. I don't. <laughs> and Skip Bayless is a Cowboys fan. Like oh, I mean yeah. That's that's enough said. Dude, you haven't. Yeah, they haven't won shit in three decades. Yeah, but they won for like four decades. Um. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, I'm constantly thinking about. There was another heart thing that was like, oh my god, that scared the shit out of me recently. But that's kind of like my fear. I don't know. It's scary. I don't know. I feel like I'm just randomly dying. Yeah. I guess if you're gonna go, you go quick. You don't see it coming. Bust on the bus on the blind side wham yeah i don't know dunzo is there any preferred way to die i just don't want to be i don't want to get to the point where like i'm so old i can't do anything i want i don't want to be here anymore and i would just at that point put myself in a radio flyer wagon Mm -hmm. and roll myself down a cliff Mm. what if you survive Dude, if I'm like 85 <laughs> and I'm going down the side of a cliff in a and radio flyer survive? wagon, I'm not surviving. What if you do? Well, then I would know that it's not my time. Yeah. <laughs> but you have no limbs. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? No. That would, that would be, be the miserable. That would happen that to me. That would happen to you. And I'd be the only one that, that would like yep. I would be the only one to survive that if 100 people did are it. Like, but you're like, hey, but you're gonna have to amputate your legs. The statistical legs. probability of this happening is unrealistic. You would never believe the numbers if I told you, but they happened to Jake. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it would go, dude. Tomorrow's uh, January sixth, the two year anniversary, mm-hmm. and the Republican Party is just as much of a shit show as it was then. Um, yeah. So there's a, a. Did you ever do you ever watch or follow All Gas No Breaks? No. Andrew Callahan? No. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. He's the best. He's the best. I've heard you say he's the best. I've never watched he's him. He's awesome. I also say Alex Jones is the best, so don't. When I say the best, it's very, there's the spectrum is massive. The best can mean the can mean ironically, yes. or the best yes. can mean actual best. Thank you for clarifying I it under- the way that I needed it. Clarified. I understand. <laughs> so he is this, he, he's this guy from Seattle who just, started this internet show where he would just go to these like like either huge concert events or huge political events and or uh during all the protests in 2020 he was literally driving all over the country he was in portland just interviewing people on the streets and it was such an interesting way to document people's voices without obviously there's always a narrative and a selection of what is shown Sure. Which which implies bias, whether it's Andrew Callahan on All Gas No Breaks or Channel Five News, which he later becomes, or CNN or Fox, right? But he's literally holding the mic up to these people. Ninety nine percent of the time, he's like, "What are you doing out here?" And they'll say something. He'll say, "Why? What's the point?" Like that's all he's saying, right? And just giving them this platform to express themselves. And he, HBO, gave him this film. And money for a film called This Place Rules. And he's literally documenting the narrowing of this echo chamber on the right and on the left. But just showing how reactions and actions of the media and politicians 
further pressed people into these echo chambers to then I think it, I haven't finished it yet, but it ultimately leads to January 6th where he was. He was down there interviewing people and asking people. He was in um, Minnesota after the shooting with uh, Rittenhouse mm. and they were burning the buildings down. And he's like, why are you guys doing this? And like the thing, the value I think that that's there is instead of CNN or Fox or anyone give telling us why these people are doing it. He's down there just saying, why are you doing this? And they're expressing themselves and saying it. So there's no room for CNN to say otherwise, right? CNN might say something, but here's proof of somebody who's down there and their feelings and emotions and reactions to whether it be election, um, uh, uh, police shooting, etc. You get what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. You don't agree. No, I'm confused on... <clears throat> On what? <clears throat> oh, I, I just thought... Oh, I thought we were talking in relation to the Republican Party being a shit show. Oh, yeah. So, like, I mean, just in this... In the in the documentary, you should check it out. I know mm-hmm. you won't, but you, uh, I, once I finish it, I'll send you some, some clips of it that I think are really funny. But just just the echo chamber of that party. Um, mm. But I will also say that he, he went on InfoWars. Really? And he talked to Alex Jones. And there's this scene in that movie where... I'm assuming Alex Jones asked him to work out with him, and Alex Jones is shirtless doing a bench press while Andrew pours a Jameson into his mouth. <laughs> but he's a crazy dude. Um, just kind of watching, just, just I mean, there, there's literally like a, a, a he literally goes on a QAnon board with a QAnon family who is all QAnon, and just that is just insane to me. But all leading to January 6th, all leading to kind of where we stand today. Matt Gates went on the floor, and did you see this? I sent it to you. They asked for him his vote for a speaker. Mm. He stood up and said, Donald John Trump. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing nobody else voted for... I didn't see. Yeah, I mean... But Marjorie Taylor Greene is right next to him. And as he sits down, they're kind of like bumping elbows like, <laughs> we got him. It is a shit show, dude. Yeah. Well, Marjorie, <laughs> t- like, Bobert, MTG, they're all eating each other alive right now. Um, there's so many different facts. There's so many different little factions within yeah. the Republican Party. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, for ripping, sure. They're just ripping the party to shreds. I love that McCarthy... I love that McCarthy's been as embarrassed as he has been. Yeah. Dude, there's no guy that deserves that more yeah. than him. Yeah. Man, he's a scumbag. <laughs> that guy's a massive scumbag. He could have stopped January 6th. Yeah. And he chose not to because he he's, he had been playing for the speakership. Yeah. All of this time. Yeah. That's another thing is there's a Nancy Pelosi documentary. I think it's also on HBO Max. Um, kind of documenting her rise to her positions through the government. I saw that. I meant I. I noted my to myself. I wanted to watch. It's that. pretty good, um, but it is follows her. The cameras. It's her daughter who's filming and kind mm. of asking her these questions. But she was there with her during January sixth, and you see them go to the undisclosed location with um, what's his name Schumer, and just like all these other people. And they're just the like, it's different when we're watching the hearings and we're seeing the violence. Right. 
violence is different to watch, I think. I think we've all become kind of numb to it. But maybe what we're not so numb to is fear. When I'm watching these human beings be genuinely fearful for their lives as they're trying to run and escape this insurrection, it puts a different perspective on it for mm-hmm. me. And, and like even with the violence of the officers going down and the officers dying, like we saw all of this during the hearings. Okay, yeah, we know that. We knew that. But seeing the fear and panic and desperation mm-hmm. for someone to stop it. Yeah. I think you I think you hit something on the head there. I think for the majority of the public watching it, there's this assumption that like, oh, like okay, like yeah, that's not great. That's pretty distasteful, but nobody's really going to die. They're not going to actually get the speaker and hanger. Yeah. Well, it turns out they were pretty damn close. Yeah. They were a lot closer than I think people know or are willing to, to let them like willing to let themselves believe. Yeah. They show her going back into her chambers after everyone's gone out and we saw the damage, but watching her react to, Oh, my mirrors and my all this shit is just trashed. That's her office. Mm-hmm. Like we feel violated if we've ever had our cars broken into or anything like that, right? But imagine at your work as an elected official, they're looking for you to kill you. Mm-hmm. That's their language. Yeah. And you walk back into your office and realize maybe how close that got. I, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. But it's scary that we just we don't um it's it's scary that we we don't we I just feel like our t- tension span does not take it seriously enough yeah. that threat. What's going on in Ukraine? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, and I don't mean that to like say you don't know, but I'm just saying like nobody knows. Yeah, I mean it's 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 they've both sides have just kind of reached a stalemate. Yeah, there really hasn't been much movement on either side. Right. A lot of that is the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. So generally, fighting tones yeah. down on the winner because of difficulty of logistics and right. terrain. Um, I'm sure once the thaw happens, yeah. um, they'll start moving again. That's a good point. I was reading these stories about these women snipers, these Ukrainian women snipers who have enlisted, and. They're basically told, and all of them accepted this, and this is just how har- harrowing these people are. Like They're just amazing human beings. They're like uh, women snipers. Like the, th- the, n- the knowledge is you go into it, is, and these people are all volunteers because the women aren't being conscripted. So if like, you're signing up as a woman, you're enlisting, mm-hmm. and they choose to be snipers. But they're told like if you're caught as a women sniper, you will be raped. You will be tortured, mm-hmm. you'll be humiliated, and then you'll be publicly executed. Mm-hmm. So carry a grenade with you, and if you're going to get caught, you blow yourself up. Whoa. And these women are like, that's our reality, but we're going we're going, and we're fighting. Where this, we, this is what we're training to do, and this is what we're going to do. And yeah. I'm just like, man, I, the average American, I, I would like to assume that the average American would could would have the same reactions if they were put in the same position but this this dub this double speak from the from certain members of our congress about yeah. how we shouldn't be there to help protect them and these people don't deserve their freedom we should 
force them to concede to Russia on what fucking grounds? Like, yeah. where are you coming off? Like, look at these people and look at their struggle, what they're putting themselves to the sacrifice that they are, they're signing themselves up for. And we don't Meanwhile, think, we don't, we don't think that that is a worthy cause to no, support. No, but because orange man says it's not but the MAGA bros and the proud boys and the real militias here. Mm-hmm. That's bravery. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, serving serving time for trying to sack your own government. Yeah. But they're martyrs. Yeah, they're martyrs. Exactly. Exactly. It's they're so, just a bunch of... It's so ass backwards, yeah, dude. They're just a bunch of clowns in stupid plastic <laughs> Amazon bought freaking gear, dude. Dude, it is, it's bad, man. Like, the shit that they wear. Yeah. It's so hokey. I'll say Andrew Callahan does interview the Proud Boys um, leader. Tario? Yes. And introduces that whole segment by talking about his shady ass uh, a diabetes test selling on the streets in Miami. Uh, he was selling like ex- expired diabetes tests on the streets of Miami and got arrested. Tario was? Yes. Prior to all this. Like, These guys all have some sort of con yeah, in their background. Yes. And so all while they're do. interviewing him, dude, he's constantly saying, oh, we're just a drinking club. We're just a drinking club. And that's the narrative. He's in all the media and all the other interviews he's done. Mm-hmm. We're just a drinking club who's officially like likes together and should get together and shoot our guns. And he's constantly saying that. Then he tells Andrew Callahan he hasn't drank in 12 years. And... He's talking about all the shirt presses and all these shirts he makes. And uh, he had one shirt that uh, Roger Stone did nothing wrong. And like all of these shirts that he's pressing, right? And then admits to Andrew Callahan that he also runs and controls a website where he makes pro-Biden and Democrat gear and and, and merch and sells. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God. He's like, well, yeah, textures. I'm going to do whatever I can to make money. And that's the point I've been making for four years that we could be rich as shit if we were just a little, just a, maybe a lot shittier people. Because he's doing it. That's a line, though. <laughs> you have to morally, you have to like yeah. mentally, you have to mentally do that. You're you literally mentally selling yourself. Cross dude. that line. I don't think I could do it. I mean, I could do it for you. I was having that con- I was having that conversation about like even on a lesser scale the the, the athletes who are signing up to play in in Saudi Arabia right right whether it's the, the live golf, golf tour yeah. but then also Ronaldo going and signing uh leaving um I didn't hear about that Yeah, he left Manchester United to go play for a pro club in Saudi Arabia. Whoa. Signed a massive massive deal. And people are giving him shit and he was just like, "Dude, they they gave me $300 million. What do you want from me? Yeah. And I'm like, I was having a conversation with somebody about that. And I'm like, I could not. I don't know. $300 million. Dude, but the amount of blood that's on that money. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I, I, I'm listening to this podcast. How many years? I'm listening to this podcast talking about like, well, how much did the German people know about the Holocaust? Mm, okay. And I'll send it to you if you want to listen to it. Yeah, that sounds it. amazing. Because he breaks down like, because there's this narrative that that they all tried to spin that we didn't know what uh-huh. was going on. Yeah. And then he's like, a false. They knew. They knew. There's no way they couldn't know. They couldn't have known because it wasn't like the Nazis were particularly trying to hide it. Right. Oh, yeah. So, but because there was so much, like with businesses, there was so much money to be made <gasps> for just playing along. And I'm just like, man... I'm not saying the regime in Saudi Arabia is at the level of the Nazis, right. but they're still the principle of 
I will die someday. Yeah. And I have to, and that money will not have mattered for shit. Yeah. And I have to be able to look at myself and be like, I lived a good life. And yeah. I don't think I could do that if I took that kind of money. Do you think Ronaldo's ignorant to the things? Or does he know? It's hard to know. Yeah. He's the only one that's going to know. He's the only one that's going to know that. <laughs> yeah. But you would think he would go and research that a little bit. Yeah. Or maybe that paycheck is just enough to just go, I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to look at it. It's easy it. enough to turn turn your yeah. eye. Yeah. Because you, you have plausible deniability. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't. I mean, I just play soccer. Yeah. I'm just an athlete. Shut up and dribble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless China's trying to take my money, then whatever you say. <laughs> God. Dang, dude. I didn't hear about that. Send me that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, also, last week, this is what we'll end on. I got Jake a big, round, fluffy hat, fur hat with the uh, Soviet Straight Union. Straight out of the Kremlin. Uh, insignia symbol on the front of it. Golden red. Full sickle and hammer. It's yep. amazing. Um, and it looks perfect. I put it on the Instagram. Um, I'm only doing this because we've get, we've gotten grief for not explaining what the, what the gifts were. Um, but if you don't know, then follow us on Instagram. Yeah, uh, and then Jake got me a photograph of Coldwater Lake. Um, he posted the picture, and I was like, "Hey, I want I want a print of this. What is what does that look like for costs?" And he told me all of it, and I was I told Jen I was like, "I'm I'm gonna pay this bitch. He's gonna do it. And I'm gonna pay him. I'm gonna do it because he deserves to be paid for his art." And being the sneaky man he is, circumvented this whole process and gifted it to me. <laughs> um, it you is, can't pay me for a gift. It so. is amazing, like. Just a picture of a snow-capped mountain with cold water lake. The way that the mountains are coming down into the lake, it's just like, just symmetrical, just so perfect. And then you're like, it's almost like from behind the leaves, like you're sneaking a little peek into paradise. It's perfect. I freaking love it. Well, thank you. Um, so he got that framed for me, and then he got me three Hot Wheels Batmobiles. Now. If you had listened to the show at all, I referenced Jake's collections and him opening the. I make little little hints at like what they were without saying what they were, and maybe maybe you all are not that dedicated, and I expect more of you. <laughs> <laughs> but be he, more dedicated. Yeah, be more dedicated to me, please. Okay, we got all these guys following Trump around, literally uh, saying his name as a vote for the Speaker of the House blindly following this goon and i can't get you guys to understand when i'm referencing hot wheels come <laughs> on also last thing i've been it's been suggested that i kiss ryan on the mouth oh you're you're uh your brother-in-law but taryn came in with the fire and mm. said that the out the ultimate alpha move is to come up and as i say goodbye just hold and linger a nice kiss on his forehead she says that asserts ultimate dominance more than a mouth kiss ever would, you just give him a little smooch on the on the on the head, like goodbye. So there you go. I think I think I think Taryn's onto something there. I think it's a bold move, but I think it's a damn good move. Mm-hmm. But he's a mechanic, so what if he's got like all grease on his head? I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> I guess you won't know until you find out next year. All right, guys. Uh, happy New Year. Hope you guys had a safe, fun holiday. Um, share all of your resolutions with us since we shared ours. Doggy. Bye. Bye. Don't go chasing waterfalls.